0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Good
1: afternoon, everybody. It's Marianne Bailey with the Hip Senior Podcast. And today on the podcast, we have Tipa Snow, who, if you know, you know, and if you don't know, you should. Because she is amazing. And you know what, Tipa, nobody can introduce yourself better than you can. So I'm gonna let you uh, roll with that one. All right. Well,
0: Marianne, I live in North Carolina now, but I am originally from West Virginia nice. through Pennsylvania to Washington State, back to Pennsylvania, down to North Carolina for 50 years. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm in a little town called Hillsborough, Effland area outside of Chapel Hill, Durham, Raleigh, and I've been an occupational therapist for 42 years. (laughs) And I was not that young when I graduated. I have an undergraduate from Duke and a master's from UNC. I've done, let's see, I've taught, I've done research, I've done clinical care, I've done inpatient, outpatient, hospice, home care, um, well care, end-of-life care. I've done um, group and residential program care and I've done private one-on-one care. I currently founded a company called Positive Approach to Care um, and I developed training programs. I taught at medical school and nursing school and occupational therapy school and occupational therapy assistant ran a program. Wasn't Worked for the Alzheimer's
1: Association um, so I either can't hold a job or I have lots of interest depending on how you look at it. I'm there with you. I think it's that that special kind of person that can't hold one job because their mind is in 10 different places and yeah. that's been yeah. me my entire life.
0: Yeah. And so I also have backgrounds. I love crafts. So I do all kinds of crafts, but I also like physical stuff. So wall climbing and outdoor stuff. I ran Girl Scout troops for years. Um, I I enjoy horseback riding, you know, I, except I don't do bungee jumping. I'm not into bungee jumping and I'm not into free fall stuff. So, but, you know, other than that, I'll do
1: high roads, you know, you name it, outdoor challenges. Well, so, I'll tell you what, if you ever decide to do bungee <laughs> jumping, let me know. I'll come buy a ticket to watch.
0: I've, I've certainly done other things where people are like,
1: is she going to do that?
0: And it's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> what the heck? Oh, Only once right yeah but what I spend a lot of time doing is being really curious about human brains and how they work and how they stop working and how they never develop like other brains and sometimes how they do so I'm curious about um, neurodiversity and neurodegeneration and neuroplasticity in other words how brains
1: work and what it means for us as human beings you know, I told you my daughter was here just a little bit ago, and she said, "Be yourself, mom." And I said, "Really? You're usually telling me the opposite." You know, <laughs> so that's right. I, I I don't know where to go with any of that today, so we'll we'll see where this conversation is going to go. But see, that's um, what
0: happens when you ask me to introduce. this, like,
1: why am I the way
0: I am? Because I'm the way I am, and I think. The more we know about people when their brain is starting to change, the better we can support people whose brains are changing.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've noticed my mom is, I don't know, mom, sorry for saying this. I think she's 86 this year. And, oh, yeah. And good for her. Yeah. She's still pretty there. She's into computers <laughs> and she calls me with questions all the time. I pretty much taught her long distance how to use her computer. But when I would go see her, you know, two weeks every summer, every day we'd sit down for a couple hours and just work on stuff she wanted to learn or stuff I wanted her to know to make nice. communicating with her easier. Uh, she was probably in, let's see, my daughter is 24. So that she was late 50s or so when my daughter was born. And I immediately told her, I'm like, look, I'm too broke all the time to, you know, be able to afford the fancy portrait photos printed out and stuff like that. So if you want pictures of Victoria, you're going to have to uh, learn to download them in email and print them out, <laughs> and, or, or send them to a printer. You know, there you go, Walgreens yeah. or whatever. But you need to learn how. The first step is getting them an email and opening them up. And she was like, "That's blackmail." I'm like, "Call it what you want, <laughs> but you're going to learn to do this, mom." And that's called—it's called
0: um, a called, uh, purpose. She needed a purpose for learning, and you gave her a purpose. And I was a little brutal, but you know, you're a daughter daughter's
1: a little brutal that's just how it is sometimes yeah she my mom's amazing she was a nurse um my whole entire life She still I think she still has her license she still is you know she's had a a lot of purposes for stuff but I think probably her granddaughter was one of her biggest ones she's had a computer she's had her favorite thing is now like I just replaced the cover for her fire kindle which she reads almost exclusively on now and Mm -hmm. I said, mom, I don't know what to get you for your birthday this year. You know, usually I have 10 different ideas this year, nada, nothing came to mind. And she goes, well, Marianne, she has my, my cover on my Kindle is kind of worn out. And I didn't think she was using it that much. And so I'm like, okay, then I went on the Amazon, sent her a new cover and we were good, but it was happy. It was nice finding out that she actually used it as much as she is for that cover to wear. Yeah. So
0: what's really cool about hearing that from somebody who's really curious about brains is how much your mom is still bringing new synapses. So she's building new synapses. When you build new synapses, you keep your brain healthy. So she's choosing to do new and different things, not just the same old, same old, not just crossword puzzles, the same way she's always done them. She's actually branching out. And when you do that, that's what keeps your brain healthy. I mean, that's a very good sign of a healthy, functional brain. Oh, good. Okay. Okay i'm glad you helped there's
1: hope for me in the future then (laughs) there is you got a good gene pool to work with at least you know yeah she um she had to have both of her knees replaced um let's see victoria was probably six Mm. or so seven at the time and she's 24 now so however long ago that was but i remember she was like can victoria do my farmville or whatever it is that facebook has while i'm in in rehab for this (laughs) And yeah, I was keep like, alive. you got to keep them alive, you know. And I was like, no, she's in school. She doesn't have time to do your farm, mom. And she handed it off to one of her friends. I'm like, okay, let's give our password to, to friends. That's what I've taught you through the years. But she wanted it to still be alive when she got out. And I remember mom taking her.
0: <laughs> your mom is so purpose driven. Yes. I mean, that's yes. the cool thing about her. Whatever it takes to get to where she wants to be. That's what she's now that if she ever does start to brain change, you better buy extra insurance because she's going to be the one that will figure out how to keep driving even though you took the
1: license, you took the keys, you took the car, she'll figure it out. right Well, now then she was into this thing and mom, if you're, you're listening, sorry about this too, but my daughter was down there and, and she goes, "I want to get some chickens. Don't tell your mom what? <laughs> so my daughter came back she was apparently grandma nana's uh scared of uh scared of you and i was like why she goes because she wants chickens but she threatened me not to tell you and i was just like so i was down there just uh just uh right before uh hurricane ian and i was like mom i'm sorry to tell you but you can't have chickens the hoa here will not allow for you to have chickens but the fact that you told my daughter not to tell me that is a whole other story let's talk about you know? And so, you so, know, I mean, this is what's really funny is these dynamics
0: that have nothing to do with dementia. They have to do with families. But when you put dementia in the mix, what that does and how your daughter is going to be much more effective with your mom than you. <laughs> will, But you're going to have to work as a team. You're going to tag team. <laughs>
1: I'll keep that one in mind because I never I never even thought about that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But she's the only granddaughter. So, you oh, know, boy, she, is she going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Use her for the hard stuff. Say exactly. her some and then use her for the hard stuff because she'll be gold on the hard stuff. Well, you know what? And people just before we got on, I was telling Tipa that my daughter is getting a degree in psychology. So I know of you because of Tracy Youngstrom down in Cincinnati. She's one of your, what was that? she's a,
0: yay she is one of our she is one of our past certified community and she has certifications and so many things she's a trainer she's a consultant she's a coach she's amazing she's just a she's nice great. overall nice really nice person She's a well. really nice and very
1: um determined person to make a difference so right. she's wonderful and so I had known of you I knew the name I had looked up you know I knew what your face looked like and stuff but I feel like since I found you on tiktok which by the way when i was down in florida this past time i taught my mom how to use tiktok and i taught one of her neighbors how to use tiktok because i was putting her her umbrella cockatoo on tiktok and i wanted her to be able to go on there and see other cockatoos i started following you on tiktok and i just think these days just having normal facebook interactions and stuff like that or whatever isn't what people are actually looking for it's the fifteen thirty second hits of adrenaline, when they see something, they can relate to it, they like it, and they learn from that. And that's, since COVID, that's kind of, and you're the brain specialist, tell me, that's, we've kind of gone to 15, 30 second Mm -hmm. jabs of information, haven't we?
0: Yeah, and it usually starts with something that visually connects. So the human system loves visual connections. And so when I see something that draws my eyes, then it draws my attention. And then I've got my ears open, and you've got, you know, like 15 seconds to hook me. I'm gone and so it's really important that what I'm showing you or or getting getting across is, is connecting with you in a way that your brain goes oh yeah what do you do about that after all I mean I want to ask a question without maybe asking you a question but I want to make your brain get curious because if you're curious you'll stay with it a little bit and we do like short and fast I mean what what we did what i did with positive approaches found out that our our group is 50 to 75 man we have 50 year olds to 75 year olds solid but when it comes to younger people we don't have them as much and yet we need those people coming along and getting on board when it comes to things like brain change and dementia because and they're the caregivers, know, usually. They're the carers. They are the people who we need to depend on. And they're right. very curious, but they're very frustrated. And so we had to find a way to connect to them. And it was like, you need to go to TikTok. And it's like, seriously? It's like me, I don't do dancing and singing that much. And, they, and that's
1: hey, what I, most I people know, think no, no, TikTok no. is.
0: Exactly. And, and yeah. that was the thing. And I don't do jokes, and I'm not. You know, our TikTok challenges are a little bit different than the stuff you read about on on the news. Right. But yeah, it turned out people really are hungry for information.
1: I think I saw a a video just a couple days ago that were saying that the most um, money creating opportunities like on YouTube are things that teach people things. And so, you know, the average person watching my video is like, who cares what who's making money on on YouTube or whatever? But that tells us what people are watching and what they're interested in and in learning, um, so that we can gauge not just putting out information that people don't care about, but putting out information that people really want to be engaged with and will respond to. Cause if they're not responding to stuff, so like on TikTok, if you're not getting likes, if you're not getting comments. I get likes some, I'm still growing my TikTok and trying to figure out what that sweet spot is for the hip Mm -hmm. senior on there, where where to go with that. But I do know that there is a lot of room for growth. um, And I'm sure for both of us, but I think for yours, the fact that you took a business that you were doing well with um, and, and took it into social media as a senior and trying to reach not necessarily the seniors, but like you said, your target customer is actually the 40 year olds, the 30 year olds that are taking care of grandma or their parents or what those are my customers as well. You know, like a lot of times when I teach technology, it's not the senior that thinks they need help. It's their kids that either aren't local or they've got pampered, butt, the pampered oh. butt syndrome. Do you know about I, the pampered butt syndrome? I not. I was going to say helicopter. They come in, they hover, and then they leave. It no, it's you. the. Back out. So, the parents tend to have the pampered butt like, I, I changed your diaper. Um, oh, I should know home. more than you do. You don't know. You don't know I gave you the best two years stuff. of my life. So, yeah, I tend, I tend, men tend to, to have that a lot, at least with me. Um, you know, they're like, oh, my kid, I, I, I should know more than my kid does. I don't want my kid teaching me anything. Yep. My dad, I think, is a little guilty of that. He's gotten better, but still, there's stories there too. But oh, um, you know,
0: yeah. there are. <laughs> You know but there
1: are. thirty and forty year olds are, are the ones that come to me and say, you know, hey, can I buy a gift certificate for my mom because I just can't get through to her or yeah. my dad? You know, my dad keeps telling me off when I tell them how to do something. Well, I don't. They can tell me all they want off all, all they want. It's not going to hurt my feelings because I don't have to go to bed worrying if they're going to cut me out know. of the will or. <laughs> and know. that's like, yeah, and
0: I think that's a good. You know, you're absolutely right. And so they can hear something from me that you know if. If a kid said it, it would be like, whoa. But at the same time, I can say something to a kid, but I'm not your parent. Right. So I'd say, so when you say, you know, you shouldn't trust people like that. All you do is make me mad. And it's like, but it's true, mom. You shouldn't trust people. And it's like, you're absolutely right. I shouldn't. But when you say it like that, it sounds like you think I'm stupid. And the kid will go, well, no, I know you're not stupid. And it's like, Yeah. But it felt like that. It's like, well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. And I was like, oh, when was the last time you said to your mom, I'm really sorry that I made you feel stupid because that was never my Right. And it's like, well, that's like honest communication. I'm not into that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we need to get into it. Because that's the thing dementia does is it strips off all those layers that people are under where, you know, like we can say stuff and we think it's funny and they think it's funny until it's not.
1: It goes both ways though. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think these days, you know, like I said, my daughter's 24. She doesn't think twice about telling me things sometimes. And then, and I had to get to the point where I was able to accept what she was saying and respect her opinion. But then when I would have opinions about something, she was kind of like, no, 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 that's not right. And I said, Hey, if I have to respect your opinions on this, then you have to respect my opinions when I voice something as well. And being able to openly communicate between two different ages, two different group age groups can be tricky. It can. I mean, it is.
0: And you know, I think that's one of the biggest challenges with you know, working between generations, but also working within generations who have different backgrounds. Um, you know, because sometimes even though we're the same age, our backgrounds are so very different that it makes it really hard for us to communicate when it comes to things that really matter to us. Because well, why are you worried about that? And, and yet, well, why are you worried about this? And it's like, well, this mutual respect versus mutual disrespect, I think it's in our way. And I think one of the fun things about TikTok is you can do things in very short little windows, um, little vignettes that help people sometimes see it but not own it. And so they can see it and play with it a little bit and go, oh, you know, that sort of remind me of my mom. And it's like, oh, okay so which option would you prefer option one or option two and it's like well option two and it's like hmm, okay how are you gonna get there <laughs> but they can do that piece once we present that little that little vignette stuff
1: yeah i really um, like when you when you go in there and you show um people the right and the wrong way not necessarily the right and the wrong because what might be what people typically do without thinking like you know
0: yeah like you know saying to somebody boy your lipstick is really bright And, and you're like well it's a color I like see now what automatically and so it's the kind of thing somebody living with dementia might very well say because I see something and when I see something I say something now I don't mean it as rude but it's not the kind of comment you would typically hear somebody do. It's like, without thinking, if you're my daughter and we have a history, yeah. this is where the history actually is the thing that's getting in our way. Because at this moment, I'm just noticing, boy, your lipstick is really bright. I mean, compared to the lightness of the skin around your face. You know, it's like, oh, that was just a comment. And But your brain takes it to a new level, which well, is mom why are you always complaining you know that I like bright lip and it's like well I was just and the two of escalate up instead of if I say wow your lipstick is really bright and you go it is do you like it or don't you like it well I mean it's what you always wear so I think you must like it and it looks fine
1: on you and I think that's a lot of times we have to learn in societies especially these days oh. you know it's like It doesn't matter whether I like it or not. Do you like it? Do you like the way you feel when you wear it? Same with clothing, the same way, Mm -hmm. hair color or any of that kind of stuff, you know, or the car you drive or anything like that. If you have it, you want to wear it, you want to show it off and that's your, that's on you. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks unless it has to do with your safety and your health.
0: Yeah, and that's where safety, health, and I want to add that third one, independence, because yeah. sense of independence, sense of control, because I think that's the third element to the triangle that really matters to some people. And if you're, somehow what you're saying impinges on what I see as my independence. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, who gave you, you know, that whole sense of... I'm fine. And the problem is, well, what's my capacity for knowing I actually have the skill that I, that I used to have, or that I need for this thing that I want to do. And particularly in your area, because you do a lot of helping seniors with technology, technology makes people vulnerable. I mean, it really can make people incredibly vulnerable because I have to trust somebody because I know I don't know. And That means I will turn things over, particularly if my brain is starting to not be as clear, sharp, and aware. And yet I may have absolutely no hint that I'm trusting someone who's not trustworthy. Yeah, and that's scary. Uh, It is. (laughs) Especially for family. But what that then turns around and means is without thinking, you will say something That drives me even closer to the person you least want me with to the point where I can actually, seniors do it all the time, change my
1: health care and fiscal power of attorney. So there. It's almost like dealing with a teenager. The more you try to keep them away from something, the more they're going to go towards it. Yeah. Well, that would be because the
0: brain is degenerating in the same way it was developed. So the part of your brain that makes good choices, decisions, is logical, reasonable, rational, controls impulses, consider the other person's point of view, pulling things together, being accurate in your self-assessment, that is the last part of a human brain to develop. Males are slower to develop than females.
1: True. Where, where in that scale is, does, it, does that part start to deteriorate? Is that first to deteriorate or last?
0: It is one of the very first parts of the brain that we
1: see change in.
0: In addition to the learning and remembering and finding your way and keeping up with the passage of time,
1: how much time has gone by? So that's interesting because then that makes them the two closest points of finishing, developing, and, and starting to degradate. So, yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah. And so, what's really interesting is because often there's conflict between kids and parents in teenagers, guess what's coming back up again? <laughs> only you're on the other side of the coin and without thinking we're going back to old conflicts but they're like brand new but not
1: really because like if a teenager and especially if they haven't resolved that you know in those ages where the teenager is now an adult and the and the parent says hey let's let's work out some of these problems that we had or whatever if they don't do that then the teenager's still carrying that along as an adult or whatever and bring that back up. But I can see that being confrontational and conflicting and all that good. It's it's really a lot of this versus, oh, let's figure
0: this out. Let's pull it together and let's figure out how to move this forward. And that's where TikTok came in because that's why we do the most common scenario. So the most popular one I've got 7 million, over 7 million views is where I'm seeing these little people down in the air vent and my daughter is like "There's nothing in the air i mean that's the first sort of immediate but one of the one of the real important things to understand about if i have lewy body dementia visual disturbances are a symptom of lewy body that's what i do i see animals children or people in weird situations that's what i do so recognizing oh, that's a symptom of her dementia. I can't fix her dementia. Why argue with a symptom? So instead, oh, so there's people in the vent. Wow, are they in trouble? Or are they okay in there? I mean, being curious about it. I mean, so are you worried about them or is it just something you notice? Because I want to know what your involvement is with it.
1: Right. And if I say, well, I just
0: noticed them in there. I mean, they look like they want to get out and it's like, oh, okay. Well, it sounds like then, you know, what if I open up the vent? Would that help? Well, I don't know. You'd have to open it to find
1: out. And it's like, okay, well, let's go get a screwdriver. And I love watching this stuff on your TikTok because yeah. it's interesting how it is, is giving them an alternative and something else to focus on or giving them what they want. <laughs> Even because it, it may take a few extra minutes out of your day, but it diffuses them so well mm-hmm. that they're, you know... I I, love more that. Comfortable.
0: I mean, we yeah. don't need uncomfortable people or people in pain or in distress, because people in distress are always going to take more energy focus. I mean, it's going to distract you from what you want to get done. And it's like, well, the only person who can really change this is you, you got to decide to do something different. And then believe it or not, often something different happens.
1: There are a lot of creators, and use that term loosely, um, on TikTok that have their sole focus on TikTok are their grandparents or their parents mm. and the struggles uh-huh. that they're going through live. Yeah. And I try to stay really neutral with stuff, but this is one mm-hmm. thing I have to say that I don't agree with. I don't agree with if a loved one or even just somebody you're caring for is stressed and upset and whatever. I, I just... <laughs> They, they're not really giving. <laughs> Do I? Yeah. Let me let me well, put
0: it up there. So yeah, they're really like trying to understand
1: up. why they've got a phone in front of them. First of all, because <laughs> they don't understand. But they also haven't given consent most of the time exactly. yeah. that it's going on social media. Or if they did, they either didn't understand what that meant. They were just agreeing yeah. because, or they've forgotten that they gave consent. And yeah. so I don't agree with you know I I have some videos like my landlord. She's 80. Mm-hmm. She, she's a lovely woman. And it's so funny. I said, hey, let's do some TikTok videos together. And then she's like, immediately after that, so did you make money off that video yet? That's not why we made that video. Did <laughs> yeah. she, she wanted me to make money off of it so that I could help pay for her, her health insurance is what it was. And I'm like, I'm not anywhere near even a thousand followers yet with alone a million followers on TikTok you know yeah. talk about the hip senior and stuff like that yeah, yeah. you know yeah. thousands and thousands of people are seeing it stuff on the magazine yeah. every month which is where this this will go but you know but the other ones I just I have a hard time giving them a like because I really feel that they shouldn't be doing that there well, I'm saying and, I wish they yeah were. there are way
0: too many where the person I mean clearly the carer is struggling in how to help but right. get help don't Don't put it up for everybody to say, this is what I'm going through. It's like, I hear you, but I'm not sure that's the right way to get assistance or guidance. Um, There are people out there who could help you. I mean, and we'll, I mean, you know, positive approach care, we do half hour free consults. We don't, we're not trying to gain anything at the beginning. We just want to help people. And then we figure out, well, if you're
1: still wanting more help, let's see what we could come up with.
0: We'll help you no, is your,
1: is your business right now, as it stands right now, mm-hmm. is your business focused more on helping caregivers learn or on to be able to teach more? I mean, like Teresa, is your focus more on teaching people like that so that they can train more caregivers themselves or is it working with individual caregivers or is it like 50 50?
0: Uh, Well, we have like, we have five
1: audiences, which makes it
0: interesting, right, so we have people living with dementia, who actually work with us, and they provide support and peer support for other people living with dementia, Um, sometimes they're early, sometimes they're in the middle of dementia, but they have perspectives and points of view, so we provide a supportive environment where they do peer groups and and that's just simply to say people need a voice and people need to be able to share what they're experiencing and support one another. Absolutely. We do family carers a lot, and we try to make sure there's always free things or very low cost things for family carers because they're desperate frequently and they get so little. Uh, there's so little put out there uh, in a positive, creative way for them to get what they need. We do individual professionals. Um, who are working in the field of geriatrics or they want to work in the field, but they particularly want to work with people living with dementia. So we can work on their skills at that or we can give them a career path. Trainer, that coach, takes a really consultant. special kind of person, doesn't it? It takes like special people like Teresa. I mean, yeah. and so we have those folks. We work with organizations who are serving seniors. Um, so whether it's um, a network support system or whether it's facilities or whether it's um, state agencies or whether it's area agencies on aging, we do lots of work with different organizations. And then finally, we actually sometimes work with communities, like little groups or communities, towns, Um, because truly dementia is everywhere. I mean, it is literally everywhere and everybody is touched by it. So the question is, how do we support each other? You know, and so our biggest money makers are organizations and individuals who want to become professional. But these others, we do things and, you know, our desire to earn money for that is that's not why we do it. We do it because it's. they do these two groups, though, we support them, we encourage them, we foster skill and development uh, in knowledge so that they can do more for others. That's the primary reason we work.
1: So if my mom had dementia, she does Mm -hmm. not Sorry mom but if right. she did no good discussion yes, she, she doesn't don't say
0: sorry mom. We're really glad mom does not have to mention no you're very baby
1: yeah, yeah yeah I just like so i was without down to the road yeah that your mom
0: because you're fine yeah.
1: yeah yeah mom you're fine um but if in the future if she did mm-hmm. um i could come to you for some training and whatever but do you, does your company also offer like support, like these are resources that can give you a break from every day, you know, you can yep. take a vacation and have somebody come in or, or stuff like that. Do what we do is we work with, that? we
0: will say, you know, if that's what you're looking for, let's look locally at what's out there for you. And then let's right. look at see whether or not they're trained so that you could actually go on a vacation and enjoy your vacation and not get called ham on three day three because mom yeah. is throwing them out. Right. And I think, you know, the understanding that people say, oh, yeah, yeah, I work with people living with dementia. Doesn't mean anything <laughs> about skill. And I think finding people that are a good match for mom is critical for you and for your mom and a good match for you. Because if we don't figure out how to put the puzzle
1: together, all we end up with is puzzle pieces all over the place. So many questions just keep running into my head and and some of them are sticking like, so do you ever have people that say like, oh, I have this person, she's a nurse, and Mm -hmm. she has very limited stuff but I would like for her to pay for her to go through training so that mm-hmm. she can work with me and my parents or whatever do is that type yep. of scenario something yep, that we do up? do that we have had numbers
0: of folks who've actually put a whole care team together because when they did it the other way they tried existing services and it just it was yeah. they just go after caregiver after caregiver agency after agency they go these people don't know what they're doing and it's like i hate that for you because you've spent a lot of time money and effort and you're not getting what you need for yourself or your mom This needs to change. There is no national standard for
1: what somebody who's knowledgeable about dementia is. There's no rules. And I would imagine if you're putting together your own team for a loved one, that you want them all on the same page and doing things the same way so that your loved one isn't confused because. Caregiver A did it one way, and caregiver B did it a different way. Why are the rules changing suddenly? You got it. I mean, it tends to result in less distress, better care programs, and it
0: actually makes everybody's life work better because we are on the same page. I'm not a football that you're tossing back and forth. I am the I'm the quarterback because I'm the one that's calling the plays because I'm living with dementia. You're the You're the coach you know the family members the coach and then you put together the team hopefully so you're not trying to do this alone so that we are moving the ball forward. you know we are doing what we plan to do like let's go with the plan and maybe come up with halftime. time we have to change the plan because things are changing but you know there's a difference between viewing me as a football that we're tossing around and viewing me as the quarterback i'm in the right. game i'm trying to direct things i may not be as good as the quarterback you had for all we got but you're the coach and you've got to figure out as a coach how to support your your team
1: okay I completely see that okay I, I'm just like making mental notes for like down the road if I need this for, for
0: well <laughs> and what's road, cool like. about you Marianne is that you do help other people so you're making these mental notes not yeah. just for you I mean and that's the really fun thing about the work we do this isn't just for us I mean, why would we do this just for us? We do this because we recognize that others don't have the, the resources, the skill, the expertise, the time to invest in figuring these things out. And once you do that, you realize, oh, this is something lots of people are gonna need.
1: Yeah. Lately it's been a lot of of thinking, like when I'm teaching technology. What are seniors looking for these days? I've noticed in the past Mm -hmm. um, couple of years, even that that curve is starting to curve a little bit more because seniors are, you know, what, I think they said 10,000 people become a senior every single day or something like that. Boomers. Yeah. And, you know, what are they looking for now? And so that's why I've started asking people, like, if you were to take a computer class, what kind of subjects do you want? It's not about how to upload pictures to a text message or to Facebook anymore. They know how to do that now. It's like how to do, you know, what's I want to do an album. album.
0: See, I want an album for my great grand, and I want it to be about my my side of the family. And
1: so, (laughs) yeah, or how to make videos or how to watch TikTok or all this new stuff that's coming out that they want to be able to do. And even if they didn't want to make videos, just how to like, you know, have people, how to how to use Snapchat or, or different stuff like that to be able to relate? We used to joke around that I taught people how to use Facebook so they could stalk their grandchildren. But then all the grandchildren left Facebook uh, because all the parents were on there. And so now the grandparents are just trying to find things to connect to with their grandchildren mm-hmm. and to hold on to those memories that they have with their children and to connect with their grandchildren on different levels have these things that we communicate with and how do we start that conversation about whatever it is when we're together. Yeah. And so it's become very different than it was even, even before COVID, you know, just um, a couple of years have really changed and It's changed
0: so many of us in so many ways. I mean, people have found ways to be social on Zoom. I mean, Zoom, we were already using Zoom because we're a virtual company. But watching the mistakes people made, it's like, oh yeah, we did that back when we first started using Zoom. Oh, oh yeah, you sit down. Oh boy, you forgot you didn't have long pants on. Now, some of the stuff that we heard about early on in, you know, during the pandemic, when people are first starting to learn to use Zoom, I have seniors, I have people living with dementia, we have whole support groups on Zoom. I mean, they're, they're amazing people, and so I think what we think are limitations for people is just if you if you never knew it before, then it's hard to learn new things without. You know a purpose but once you define your purpose you define your purpose that's when you're getting requests to do things that are this is a little out of the box I so said yeah I want to really be able to plan and then execute a vacation and I want to keep it I want to record some stuff but I also want to plan for future stuff. so can you help me with that? <laughs> some things you know and it's it tends to be driven by you know what my interests are now.
1: And that's changing. I think the boomers, like, God, we're all over the place. They really are. It's it's Uh between, am am I going to retire and go tour around in an RV for the rest of my life or for the next two years? And then I'm going to buy a house again and, or keep my house. And and how do I make sure that, you know, I'm able to view what's going on at my house when I'm away, you know, you got it. Am I going to get a, a, you know, a dream job now that I'm retired from my obligation in life? Am I going to do, what is this passion job? stuff passion like that, job. you know, mm-hmm. am I going to spend time with my grandkids? Am I going to babysit? They're, they're literally, they're all over the place. And Neither,
0: yeah, they, <laughs> so it's like, so if we're not
1: flexible. We don't meet needs.
0: And that's the thing that I think people miss. And what's great about TikTok is you can be incredibly flexible for 15 seconds to three minutes and
1: then you're done. You know. Yeah. But people don't I think don't understand is there's a lot more behind that 15 oh. to 30 seconds that goes yeah. into creating TikToks. Oh. I try to keep my all my stuff, whether it's whether it's a podcast, whether it's TikTok, really simple. And and uh, yeah, I can hire someone to help me create them or whatever, but at the same time, it's like
0: I'm not sure yet,
1: but but you know, it's just like if I can't put it together or whatever, and have fun with it, and hopefully give somebody some information. I did a video on how to turn on the flashing light on an iPhone so that they could see Ooh. that a call or text message was coming in without having the ring, because Ooh, cool. I know, yeah, sometimes people either can't hear, but yeah. they can see a flashlight. Or even if they can't see very well, they can see light, right? So they can see that it's flashing. Flash, 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 flash. Um, yeah. alert, and I know that alert. some people with neuro issues, you know, the ring might set them off or annoy them mm-hmm. or whatever, but being able to have that flashing light, at least indicate that it's happening and stuff. And I think that was like my most viewed video so far. Well, yeah, me like that. And it was just yeah.
0: simple me doing it. What we have the opportunity to do is provide those a little bit of boundaries for people in a friendly way, not in a mean or ugly way, but just Here's some things that could help you be who you want to be, be as independent as you want to be, be as competent as you want to be with a little bit of support. Right. And I think, you know, that's what people are really looking for is how can I be
1: me? I don't want okay. to me. You know, and, and getting across to them, the be you, but also be kind. Yep there's there's Mm -hmm. some there's so many things that i know this is like a whole other discussion though but that is a whole other one but oh yeah boy is that important i when they get on on social media whatever that seniors tend just to throw out their whatever it is they're thinking Mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily think of other people's feelings and i get i get you're 80 years old you you want to say what you want to say because you've lived all these years and you have all this experience and this is what you're thinking but they also don't get like the political correctness of of our time and nature right now as well so it's well, just kind of like I, be kind that's be all kind i tell when we went remember
0: we talked about teenagers and people whose brains are starting to shift maybe yeah i think all too often that bullying thing that happens with kids i, mean, I think there's potential there and that's what we want to not encourage and not foster and there are ways to do it it's just you know, you can't just be mean back. That just yikes. Let's
1: figure it out. That's like teaching a baby not to hit by hitting them, you know, smacking their hand. That doesn't work. Not my not my preference, no. Yeah. I just have one more one more question about TikTok. Hmm? Have you seen a difference in your business model since you have mm-hmm. been on TikTok where your clients are coming from? Yeah. Um,
0: what's happening is people are noticing us on TikTok and then coming over to YouTube, okay. noticing on TikTok and coming to our website, okay. noticing us on TikTok and then paying attention every time we're on TikTok. So, you know, what we're seeing is more traffic and more interest and more questions and more building relationships. And that's and we didn't have that before with the group that we have it with. So that's super exciting. For
1: us. Yeah, building that engagement is definitely key. Yeah. yeah. And I think definitely the people that are engaging with these people on TikTok, it's one thing to say, oh, we'll we'll open up this video and allow people to comment on it. But when nobody answers, yeah. there's no there's no point in that. That's just a bunch yeah. of people rambling about stuff. But when you yeah. go back in and, and you communicate okay. with them and you answer yeah. questions and you and you just yeah be relatable is, is the yeah. big thing be relatable yeah. and that's right that's exactly what we're doing and so yeah. when we're
0: live on tiktok people ask questions we'll go okay well let's try it let's see what happens you know and that's the that's the plus of having experience of 42 years
1: <laughs> so so you are doing that like if somebody says mm-hmm. hey what do i do if my mom does this you got you're it. making videos yeah. out of that yeah
0: Exactly. And we'll often do it live in that session. And then we'll also then recognize, oh, we need to do something. So we're, you know, we're putting out now a new special with EMS um, because EMS folks were coming in and saying, what do you do when they won't? And it's like, tell you what, we got a local EMS. We worked with them and we have now videos. We're bringing up videos.
1: They're launching today as a matter of fact. That's awesome. So much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. And thanks for what you do. Oh, my pleasure. I, yeah, you know, it's what feeds my soul. And I know that for both of us, it's what feeds. That's the, really why we do what we do. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm not go getting rich anytime soon by, by doing no. what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, if I've helped one person, I just go to bed feeling so blessed that I was able to help that person. For me, it's like, I don't say, oh, I have to go teach or I have to go work. It's like, oh, I get to go work. I get to go yeah. teach. How yeah. fun is this? Yeah. Go ahead. Everybody, thank you for listening. You have been joining Tipa Snow and I in our conversation about social media and dementia, and Alzheimer's, and how it affects people, especially the caregivers out there. We hope that you found value in this and continue to watch the Hip Senior podcast for more interviews. With caregivers, with seniors, with product holders, anybody who wants to talk, we will listen. So I hope you're having a great day. You can find Tipa at www.tipasnow.com, T E E P A S N O W.com, and remember to visit her on TikTok as well. Also, Please visit us at thehipsenior.com if you did not find us through our website, where you'll find other interesting and great articles about seniors, products, and interesting events, as well as more podcast issues as well. Take care, everybody. Have a great day.